Good to have you. Good to have you, Jacob. Welcome. Long overdue. I know it has been. It is. It is indeed. <laughs> we got there in the end. We did. We yeah. did. Um, Today, I don't know if you've looked at anything. Uh, well, you. I mean, I know you have. You have your opinions on things, and well, I, I've seen your wall. I've seen your. Something on my screen. Um, I've seen the wall in your in your flat that's dedicated to filmog filmography. Is that a word? Is. Yeah. Well, both walls actually. One's one's imagery. One's actual like, like it's almost a full wall of of discs. <laughs> yeah, a full wall of DVDs and yeah. Blu-rays. What's the ones that you have multiples of? Um. Oh, there's some really random ones. Yeah. Like, you really... think it would be. You'd think it would be the ones that, like, I care most about, but it's really not. <laughs> like, I think, uh, I think I've got two copies of Inside Man. I don't think I've ever even seen Inside Man, but I've got two copies <laughs> of it. Ask what the fuck that is. I've got two copies of Drive. I do care greatly about that. Oh, that's that. wait—is that the one with um, Ryan Gosling and Bradley Cooper? No, that's the place beyond the pines, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. What's Drive? Is that the one just with Ryan Gosling? Yeah, it's got yeah, Ryan Gosling and Carey Mulligan in it. Mm-hmm. And he's the dr- he's a driver. Yeah. yeah, he's got no That's name in the film. I think he's just called mm-hmm. the the driver. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I've got two of those, but like that was like genuinely on purpose. I think I've got the DVD, and I know I've got the Blu-ray. So. Oh, nice. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, because he he does he rarely talks in that film, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like yeah, yeah, the silent protagonist. Nice. Uh, well, speaking of films, I've brought you in today to talk about. So I was originally calling it the Goat Films, but I'm yeah. scared that I'm gonna get hassled because of the ones that I've picked. <laughs> so I've picked ten. I've just picked ten films okay. I think are great. Okay. Have you what what have have you looked at anything or are you just? Um, f- I have. Oh, you have a sound. Uh, I think my yeah, I've got a, like I jotted down films uh-huh. that I care greatly about. Well, we might um, um, we we might overlap in no particular order. Yeah, at I'm all, the same. By the way. I'm the same. I'm the same. I I'm not gonna lie. I googled just top hundred films and then just went through lists and was like, oh, I remember that, that was good <laughs> for a lot of them. There was a couple that I put down, but um, I'll start I'll start off with. One that I'll get the I'll just get the comic book one out of the way first. Uh, the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. just an absolute. Well, it is. It's a classic in terms of comic book. I think it set the genre, set the genre light. I think it started the whole being able to monetize comic book films as much as they are now. Um, and Heath Ledger's yeah, that is he, yeah Heath Ledger's Joker is just unbelievable. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's yeah. I think it's the kind of film where, like, even at, like, it really kind of set the tone for that kind of more grounded kind of yeah. superhero. Not even superhero, but just kind of comic world where it kind of showed that you can take quite outlandish concepts and keep them. Like I know, grounded might be a bit of an eye, like an eyebrow raiser, because you no, know, but I know what you is, mean, because like, yeah. It's it's more it's more realistic than like people flying about and shooting laser beams out of their eyes. 
it gives it a bit more weight, I think. And yeah. I know that's a word that gets chucked mm-hmm. around and it doesn't, you know, sometimes doesn't mean a lot, but I think like the film definitely has yeah, weight. For it's sure. got stakes. It's got you can get invested in the people in it. Mm-hmm. Like you believe that the world is that you're watching unfold before you is real. Like, you know, it's uh, like yeah, it yeah, it feels like um yeah, it feels real for lack mm-hmm. of a better term. You yeah, know, it's no completely um, agree. Completely. Yeah, I would I would agree with you there. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> Did you uh yeah. What sorry? No, I was gonna say like what's the format for this? Are you uh, uh are you gonna just, we'll just go one on one. Sounds good to me. Sounds yeah. good to me. So uh, why any more to add to the Dark Knight or no? I think the uh, one comment I will say is I think that Robert Pattinson's Batman film will be awfully close to the same like gritty Earth Earth um, kind of film that the Dark Knight trilogy was. Yeah, where... it certainly seems that way. Like you mm-hmm. know, just going by the trailer, it seems to kind of yeah got its own identity for sure, but it definitely yeah, fits that mold of mm-hmm. Nolan's trilogy did for sure. Yeah. So, what's your what's your num- what's your first one? I'm gonna dive in with the uh, Great Escape. Oh, lovely! I haven't I haven't seen that yeah. in a while. I haven't seen that in a while. So, like, I was like obsessed with that film as mm-hmm. a child, and I think it's definitely like in part nostalgia for me that film. Um, but I do think genuinely, as you know, obviously. It was a really old film by the time I yeah. watched it many years ago, and it's obviously still a really old film. But I think it holds up quite yeah. well. You know, it's got that cool. Like I was obsessed with Steve McQueen as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like I just thought he was the coolest man ever, and I think that film just shows him at his absolute coolest. You could pick pretty much any Steve McQueen film, but for me, that was the like that was my go-to one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just absolutely loved it. I. I just thought it was like. I just thought it was cool. Like, mm-hmm. Really cool. Well, it's that's the one. It's got the very famous anthem in it, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 I know. Yeah. The, yeah. That iconic soundtrack. I, I think the they. Fucking, it's got the biggest, most ridiculous jump ever. Where he jumps the fence. Yeah. What on the motorbike? Yeah. Doesn't he? But doesn't he just land like just on the floor? I, God, I can't I remember this if he I've has a landing like a million times. He does land the he does the famous motorbike jump. He lands that, but he does get caught in like barbed wire like not mm-hmm. long afterwards. No, but does he? Does he? So does he? Like, if that's the fence, does he jump, hit the ramp, jump the fence, and just land on the floor, or does he like like as in he's jumped like fifteen twenty feet in the air and then just landed clean on the floor and is driven away. <laughs> No, I think, like, do you know what, in fairness, for a film from the 60s, like, the bike jump actually yeah. looks okay. Like, yeah, it does, for sure. Uh, um, fun fact about that film as well, so obviously, like, one of the main sort of themes of that film is, well, not themes, the sort of plot is that they're trying to break out of this POW yeah. camp in World War yeah. Two, and it is obviously sort of based on a true story. Um I was obsessed with this film to the point where like I tried to like me and my pals in primary school tried to like dig a hole in the garden. Like my mum and dad were like away so like, you know, like out shopping or something. Like me and my pals were like digging a hole in the garden. Like and I'm not like meaning like 
a tiny little hole, like it was embarrassingly big. Like I just ruined the garden. What, like, what, trying, just... trying to, trying to escape. We were trying to like dig to the local park. I was like nine. Like, no, I probably should have stopped relate better, to that. No, I, I can, I can relate to that. I was actually telling a pal about my because I was like, we, I would be like, when I lived in Norwich, I'd be like with my pals. I'd be like, oh yeah, we'll just start digging holes and we'll just connect in the middle. And it'll be amazing. We'll have this little underground tunnel, and you get like. Although in saying that, I got maybe like a foot, if that deep. And I was like, nah, I still think this is gonna work. Yeah, no, yeah, it's still like that film will like forever be mm-hmm. like, like yeah, like I just I absolutely love it. Like love that film. I think it's it's an absolutely amazing World War Two film. Um, like yeah. the probably the first kind of superstar ensemble cast. As well, you know, who was in Richard it? I can't. Oh. Uh, Richard Attenborough, Steve McQueen, um, James Garner, um, they were the kind of three big sort of Charles Bronson was in it, and James Coburn. They were all obviously sort of quite big stars in the sixties. I think that like, like you know, to get all these guys in that film at the mm-hmm. same time, like that's that's just incredible. I think kind of take it for granted with big ensembles these days you really do you really do because they just chuck like it's like you've got the, that amount of money to just chuck at anything mm. and you just yeah that's fair that's fair right so what have you what have you got my next one is um the hurt locker great i just film. i just loved it it was like it's probably one of the first films i can't remember when it came out i want to say like 2011 2012 but it's one of the 2009 sorry oh, really? to project. Was yeah it? I, I seem to okay. know that off the top of my head for some reason nice um yeah but it was it just seemed it's like one of the first films i watched not just like like it wasn't just like a like an like a, just an action film or just like superheroes or cartoons or something it was like something that actually like resi- like it stayed with you something so, like it stayed with you and, I, and you kind like for me it was the first thing where i where i understood the meaning of like like this boy's gone to war and he's just left his head and he's just left his head in it i think i forget where he was afghanistan iraq or wherever it was but he's just left his head there and it's like he he will never he'll never be able to go back to normality again and that kind of just yeah same with i think it well it's quite like it's not quite like jarhead but it reminds me of jarhead a bit but yeah i just loved it i just thought it was such a like it was emotionally charged it had action it had suspense it had everything and I was just mm. big fan. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's uh, yeah, it, it's quite a powerful film. I think. Yeah. I think it, I, I think it's definitely got that. I never watched it when it first came out. Um, I um, but I watched it like a few years later on on DVD, and I think um, so I don't know what people were kind of expecting going into it when it was in the cinema and, yeah. and whatnot when it was a new release, but. Certainly, I think it's got the it's got the vibe of a film that really must have like wrong footed quite a lot of people. Oh, for sure, I, I didn't expect the, that. I think on the surface, like you could maybe go into it thinking that it's going to be some kind of like, you know, just total fictional narrative war mm-hmm. film that's you know maybe maybe a little bit cliched, but I think it, it it's definitely quite powerful and it does a does a good job of as you quite well mentioned the sort of like that sort of just struggling to adapt to normality once you mm-hmm. come out of it yeah um yeah it's it's it, yeah it's 
hard to watch at points. I think. Oh, for it's, sure. Uh, he's yeah. just. It's like he. Well, he he wants. He's just ready to die at any point. He's just like sound. It's like one. Of, I'm sure one of the points they're like, don't. They, we're not defusing this bomb yet. He's like, well, I am. I'm off. I'm gonna go do it. Like, oh no, we'll send the robot in. No, you're sending me. It's like, bloody hell. Yeah. That sort of like unwavering belief yeah. in himself. I think mm-hmm. it does that. Like I think again, it's it's been a while since I've seen it, but I think there's a sort of a couple of bits in it where it sort of shows him in these you know unbelievably high stakes, yeah. lots of lives at risk sort of mm-hmm. scenarios when he's um you know in the in the in the battlefield. But I think it also highlights when he's like in a supermarket, like choosing cereal is like really stressful. Yeah. Like and that like stuff <laughs> yeah. like that gets to him. It's yeah. like it kind of juxtaposes the sort of like that task being really difficult and mm-hmm. the you know the like is, the high yeah, pressured one just yeah. not getting to him like at all. Mm-hmm. It is it's just going back you he'll yeah, just can't reset to normality, can you? But yeah, that's oh. a that's a big that's a big favourite of mine. I enjoy that. What about your your second? Uh I know we touched on earlier, but my second is I'm gonna go with Drive. Okay. Probably don't have to like talk about it for, for ages and ages since we kinda roughly talked on and like touched on it in the intro. But uh I think no, uh, for for Sorry. me it's like like it's genuinely as close to like a perfect film as you can get. Like genuinely I genuinely believe that. So um, I I don't remember huge amounts of it. I remember the one thing I remember is the cinematography being incredible in it. Like especially their use of colours. And when they're going through like towns, like they use very dark lit places, but then they brighten it with all these neon lights in a lot of in a lot of places. Is that right? I would say so. Yeah, it does like this. It's almost got like a sort of eighties feel to it. It's mm-hmm. set in the modern day, but it's got real kind of like yeah, you, like you just get this real kind of eighties undertone. Um, the soundtrack's quite famous for it as well. Um, and like it's very kind of like synthy, and I think that sort of adds mm. to that eighties feel. Like, and as you said, there's kind of like like bright lights. Like, it really kind of makes like it's all set in Los Angeles, and it makes it really feel like this not quite real place. It, like, it, it, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's no, almost yeah. got this kind of like, um, yeah, it's almost got this kind of like. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's like someone's imagined Dystop- the city. Yeah, not quite Dystopian's dystopian. Not it's word, yeah. but it's like uh, someone's sort of like imagined that city mm-hmm. as opposed to it being a real place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think probably one of the themes of the films that I picked is, I guess, like I think like like it's probably people being cool. I think Ryan Gosling is really yeah. cool in that yeah. film. Well, is that iconic like... scorpion jacket and? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yeah. So yeah, when you say stuff like that, and he's got, uh it's like a lowrider he's driving, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a. Yeah. I think it's like it's like a Mustang that he drives, mm-hmm. and a, I do a remember Chevy it as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 like a sort of so like obviously we like touch a lot on the like aesthetics of it and stuff like that. But I think the story is really good. Um, it's like it's just like a sort of classic kind of. It's like a neo noir sort of heist mm-hmm. kind of film, you know, a lot of double crossing things go wrong. Um, as you mentioned before, he doesn't really say an awful lot in it, but I, I think like his that. performance is more in. I think you get a lot out of the silence from him. 
I think that actually says a lot about his character, ironically. It's, yeah, it's it's that like because I've well I've been paying more attention to it since to be honest since the first season of The Mandalorian, um mm. because you've got uh, is it Pedro Pascal? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, so he acts without you seeing his face at all, so you you get no expression on it. So it's like it, well, it's kind of that way in the fact that he's just he's he again like Ryan Gosling is doing the same thing where he's having to use his body or his kind of expressions rather than mm. his voice. I really like I think, that kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. I think uh, I think like on the surface it kind of like seems like it. I guess like would maybe seem like it's quite easy, but I think like. I imagine that it's really hard yeah, trying to convey emotion sure. and you're not really saying much and I just think it works the whole way throughout the film. Um, no, stellar supporting cast as well. Brian Cranston. Oscar Is he? Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, decent. Albert Brooks, Ron Perlman, Katie Mulligan. It's a solid cast. It's It's a great movie. Oh, I'm, I'll, I'll need to me. watch that again. To be fair, I, I think I've only watched that once. To be fair, I always get it mixed up with *The Place Beyond the Pine*. I don't know why. Both nothing. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, that's the only. That's the only similarity. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's. I don't know why. That is a good film. To be fair, that's not. That is also a good film. Yeah. yeah, it's not a best, but it's. A, I really enjoy that film. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it's almost split into two. I like that. Yeah. I actually mm-hmm. don't really like the last half hour of it, but you know, I think no, I, I I prefer the like the sort of if you're splitting it in two, I think part one is yeah, okay, way fair. stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, well, I'm gonna I'm away to lighten the mood. Go for it. With, with Pineapple Express. Yes. Just an yes. absolute classic, feel good, hilarious film. I uh, just said, I mean, what they were, I've, I actually found out recently that um, it's a Sony film, but Sony refused to let them put a PlayStation in it because of like all the stuff that goes on in it. Um, yeah, it's, I, God knows why, but well, no, I actually probably do know why. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, oh yeah, just what a film, what a, what a, just l- love it. So good. Is it like a is it like a sort of go to one for you? Like it's just one. It's just one that if if you if you don't want to like like it's almost just like let's switch off. Just put on something funny and just just goofy nonsense. It probably make like that's where that's what put Seth Rogen and uh, J- James Franco on the map. I would say. I think it was just brilliant. I think it was so unexpected as well. I don't think they expected it to do as well as it did and become the cult film that it is. Yeah, I think it's it's well deserving of mm-hmm. all the, like on the surface it looks like it's going to be so stupid, like it's <laughs> stupid, but like terrible stupid. Yeah, it's actually like it's, it's it is just hilarious. I think uh, I think one thing that it did quite well was I think James Franco was generally in like a lot of serious stuff like mm-hmm. beforehand, and it was like the I know he's like in like a lot of comedies these days or not necessarily flat out comedies but dramas that have comedy elements in them but I think that was the first film I'd seen him in and I thought he was like laugh out loud hilarious mm-hmm. like him like him and Seth Rogen just like bounce off each other really well they're great I think it's because they because they have an actual friendship like outside yeah. they had it at, outside of it, it like it's so clear on screen and the, and again like going back to cast like the comedic cast that they have in that film is brilliant like the guy who plays red i forget his name 
I think he's such an underrated like comedic actor. I just think he's brilliant. And he just keeps coming back from the. He just keeps coming back from the dead. It's fantastic. Watch that again. Do you know what I think this? I think this like chat will be really good for highlighting films that I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that. Yeah, you're doing a good job of reminding me of yeah. stuff. <laughs> no, you're doing the same. There's stuff that yeah. I mean, I'm sure we won't cover a half of like. We'll remember films in like an hour or so, and we'll be like, "Oh shit, that one." Yeah, oh, hundred It's always the way, isn't it? It's like yeah. you kind of think, like going in, and you're like, mm-hmm. I, "I've got like legions of films that I could talk about, and I know." And then as soon as it comes down to actually doing it, you're like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. where's it gone? And I know you definitely have legions of films that you can talk about. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, I'm actually like scared that I don't like disappoint myself i'm like no you need to like step up to the plate it's here, fine. <laughs> it's fine, mate. there's always there's always room for round two if it if we need it that's true actually that's true always always hopefully next time it's in person if we can get out of this shitty lockdown yep. but let's not dwell on that no, what you got for me positive. next mate what, well, what you got for, are you about to do you well you lightened the lightened the mood with the last one and then we obviously tried to keep the spirits high there by not mentioning the lockdown but i'm yeah. uh, i'm gonna lower the tone <laughs> yeah. right there uh prisoners i've ever seen that i don't know if i have um prisoners is uh i'm gonna absolutely like do a terrible job pronouncing his name but denis villeneuve you know the guy that did like arrival sicario Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He's doing June, the new one. Okay. Um, with, like, Timothy Chalamet and that. Um, so, yeah, Prisoners is one of his. Um, it's a really, really dark film. It's got Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. They're the two main leads. Oh, I ha- of course, yeah, and he, um, he, locks, he locks him in the bathroom. Yeah, so... Yes, I have seen that, yes and stuff by the way because i'm really bad for just like bleating out go say that again stuff are we doing like spoilers and stuff yeah yeah like, yeah inadvertently. yeah because yeah, yeah. ah, no that's ages ago yeah because uh yeah so hugh jackman's character um his daughter is kidnapped and jake gyllenhaal is the sort of is the detective that's assigned to the case to find her but hugh jackman's character concurrently is sort of conducting his own vigilante-esque sort of uh, investigation and a lot of the films are about kind of how far would you go how far is too far like you know in in these kind of scenarios it's phenomenally well acted it's got this horrendously like realistic grim feel to it like and just as like things like as there's a lot of like um, things that develop in ways that you don't think they're going to develop or wrong turns and right turns and people may not turn out to be who they are and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, like I, I just couldn't take my eyes off it the first time I saw it. It's, I don't think it's a film that you would like re-watch like loads of times, but when you sit mm-hmm. down and watch it, you're like invested in it for that. For, yeah, for, for that sure. I, I actually remember, I do remember that because I remember there was quite, I'm pretty sure when I watched it, there was quite a few scenes that I couldn't watch. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty it's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do remember that. He's 
who's the who's the guy that they who's the guy that um Hugh Jackman lot like get is it is it Jake Gyllenhaal? No, no, no. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's the detective mm-hmm. throughout. Um, like he's definitely got like a bit of a sort of shady past. I don't yeah. think they ever sort of explicitly say, but he, he's he's quite a sort of troubled individual. Mm-hmm. Really good at his job, but I think that's maybe kind of part of why he's so troubled because he's had to deal with so many traumatic. So who's things. who's the messed up guy that they lock away? Um, so you know the guy from Ant Man that's like in his crew. I think his name's David Dustmalchian. Yeah, the actor. He's like uh, yes, yeah, I do. Like the the computer hacker guy. Yeah, he's um, he's uh, Russian. He's some sort of is he not Scandinavian of some sort? I'm not actually sure, um, but it's he's in it, and I I can't remember if it's him that they they capture, but he's definitely like. No, uh, yeah, I think, I think it is. I remember him doing getting something done, but with a screwdriver as well. Yeah, there's a yeah, yeah. there's a lot of um, yeah, uh, yeah, touching on that sort of yeah, how far there's too far like when you're investigating these things that like taking mm-hmm. the law into your own hands and whatnot. Yeah, you're reminding me of films as you say this, which is awful. I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna add them in as like a, I'll, I'll just, I'll just rattle them off at the end. As honourable mentions, that's the word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to do that. Yeah. You have to do it. Um, so, uh, are you are you going to lighten the tone a little bit? <laughs> um. I mean, it's it, well, no. It's it's actually quite yeah. It's quite a fun. Uh. I mean, the ends feel quite feel good, but um, Ocean's Eleven. The Clooney one or the Frank Sinatra one? The Clooney one, because I've only seen that one. <laughs> I just loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was so well done. And again, like this is like my first experience in like a heist film that that you think like like again. There's so many twists and turns. Like you 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 pretty you assume they fail, and then they're like, oh no, we've actually like like we had this whole other plan off screen that you you never knew about, and like it goes back, and then again, like the the cast I think is really well cast. Um, you've got a lot of different characteristics in there, and I love the guy that, that I don't know—the guy that fits in the, the fits in the box, the gymnastics guy. I just I just rate him. It's uh, it's it's got like a real kind of like Saturday night film feel. Yeah, like for sure. It's just for kinda, sure. Yeah, get like, some popcorn. You know, yeah, if you see yeah. it's on, like yeah. you can't, you know, get a, get mm-hmm. some snacks and. Yeah, like you sit down and chill and watch it. It's got that. It's like yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like really entertaining. I know that again, it's quite loose, but it really is. And you got Brad Pitt in his prime. prime. I think the 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 whole kind of cast like bunch. Yeah. they all kind of like um, bounce off one another really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just clean. again, it's the it like like it properly has that Vegas feel to the whole film. Like it's very, very casino esque. Like is that is... the one where Julia Roberts disguises herself as Julia Roberts, or is that like Ocean's Thirteen? Uh, what do you like, mean? Well, not not disguise, not disguises, but there's that. I think it's like one of the Ocean's films where, like, to like cause a distraction, Julia Roberts' character 
Yeah. Like, they say that she looks like Julia Roberts. I think that is because so she, she pretends yeah. to be Julia Roberts. Yeah. And then, yeah, because then, jo- yeah, because George Clooney goes, well, it must be one, one of the ones that George Clooney's in because he goes and gambles next to her. Yeah. 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 I can't remember. If it's I think like, you're right, you know. 11, 12, or, or 13, but I, 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 I think I always remember that bit for some reason. That is quite funny. That's I didn't know that. I don't remember that bit. That's quite funny. But yeah, another another just you're right, just just a, f- a film that you can put on. Ne- to me, it never gets old. I mean, like me now, I don't remember. I don't remember how they get to the the conclusion of managing to pull off the heist. So I could watch it again and probably still be surprised. Yeah, I think like I'm sure like the I think the first time I watched it, I haven't seen it many times. Like maybe only a couple. But I remember the first time I'm sure it was like. I rented it from like Blockbuster. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. On, like a Friday, like it's Back in the just day. Like, got that yeah. total feel to it. Mm-hmm. I think I, you know, I think I rented it on video. Oh really? That long ago, yeah. It's that long. Yeah, you could rent. Yeah, because you'd rent, you could rent um, videos at Blockbuster, and you'd get, you'd be fuming because you'd plug it in and it'd be at the end, and you'd then have to spend the first five ten minutes rewinding the. Fire. Yeah. Yeah, because they always used to harp on about that when you mm-hmm. like handed your videos back, like please rewind. God, I missed you put it through the letterbox. I really. Oh yeah, through the let- <laughs> post it back through the letterbox. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. What's your What's your next one, mate? Really random, and uh, I suppose this is my like. I could have like really gone to town on the superhero picks, as I'm sure you could have as well. Yeah. I'm gonna like pick quite an obscure one, but one that's like an absolute favorite of mine. Uh, X Men Two. Like which ones? X Men Two is the one with Brian Crop at uh, Brian Cox as uh, William Stryker. Like they like raid the X Mansion and like take all the. Like he, he like so his like they kidnap Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Mm-hmm. And, like Brian Cox is this guy that absolutely like hates mutants, and his son is a mutant with like really strong like mind control powers, and he wants oh. to use his son to like the, he wants to build Cerebro, mm-hmm. the, like the X computer to give to his son. So that he can use his powers to wipe out the that race. Where his son's in a wheelchair and he can't talk. Yeah, that's yeah. that one. Wait, I'm, wait. Let me Google because I know as soon as I see an image of it, um, I'll because I used to have it on DVD. It's not the one because um, I'm 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 merging it with that one where the guy there's a guy who hates mutants as well, but then I swear his son is like is it an is it angel. Yeah, that's X Men Three. Is it okay? To be people hating mutants is a recurring theme <laughs> throughout, uh, yeah. Yeah, throughout the the series. But um, why can I not find an image right with? I think I'm getting confused. Right, where is this boy? And it's got it's not the one where Jean goes nuts. No, she well, kinda. 
she sacrifices herself at the end. Straight into spoilers. She uh, <laughs> sacrifices herself at the end to save the rest of the team. I really yeah. Oh God, mate, I can't. Right, give me, give me a. Well, you've just given me a plot synopsis. I was gonna say <laughs> it was a pretty bad plot synopsis, to be fair. I kept I remembering can't... things every sentence that came out. Because it's it's the one where at the start they um they break Magneto out of prison. No. No. Magneto's in prison. For the whole um, thing. No, he does get out at the end, but uh, he escapes himself. With the he yeah he, does he not find a tiny bit of metal? Yeah, so Mystique. Like, yeah. Yeah, she like injects iron into like one of the security guards because mm-hmm. he's in this like plastic prison. But it's yeah, and he, uses, iron and he turns it onto discs. Can, yes, and he like yeah. sort of floats his way out, like mm-hmm. murders everyone. Yeah, that's that's that one. I remember that. I just don't remember the the main the main plot. plot. <laughs> I think it's great. It's like I don't know why, which probably isn't very helpful, but it's like it, it's such like a go-to film for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like I'm just, Jack, like that was the yeah. one. Like I think I was quite young when the first X Men came out, mm-hmm. and like I remember seeing it. But I remember when I went to see X Men Two. And then, like, got on DVD. I was like obsessed with it. I think that's like what kickstarted that for me. Like, I, I just thought can't... like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine was like the coolest. Thing oh ever. yeah, absolute badass. But I, I should know because I've, I've, I've watched this fairly recently. I mean, fairly recently. I'm saying within the last year, but yeah. for me, that's fairly recent. Is that is it the one with where Nightcrawler, um, that and the guy with the big tongue. And no, Storm... uh, Toad. Is that is he in that one? Toad's not in it, but Nightcrawler is. Because uh... in the first one, there's a really stupid bit where, like, they're fighting each other, like the X Men and Magneto's uh-huh. brother, who do mutants, are fighting each other on the Statue of Liberty. Yes. And then, okay. Like, yeah. Storm. Yeah. Like yeah. Electrocutes his tongue. Sta- yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. but she's got that like really terrible dialogue beforehand. Mm-hmm. Like, know what happens to toads when they get struck by lightning the same thing that happens to everything else like, <laughs> really really shit <laughs> i need to i need to rewatch that because i cannot remember that at all i'm like merging it all into one i can't remember yeah to be fair like i think in fairness like for all that like you know it's a popular series mm-hmm. the first three and it, like as much as i think the second one is an absolute standout like story wise they are very similar yeah <laughs> not even like not even necessarily story wise but just like setting wise like obviously the characters reappear and reoccur mm-hmm. and bad guys agendas are all generally quite similar um so like i can understand why like elements would sort of cross over and to be fair, I think if I hadn't seen it like a million times, I'd probably, I'd probably be exactly the same. But I think it's definitely one for me that like nostalgia kind of mm-hmm. like carries it forward. I just think I've, I'll never tire of it. Like I loved it when I was ten, you know. Still love it now, kind of thing. Nice. I'll I'll definitely give that a rewatch because that's going to irritate me that I can't remember it. <laughs> nice. What have, uh, what have you got for us? 
Uh, what is the next one? Oh, the next one's a new, reasonably new one. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just loved it. I just thought, again, it's like, it's, well, it, it says it's biopic. It's, I mean, it is, it is quite close to the, to actually what happened, but I just, again, the, the characters, the way, the acting, like the fact that Leonardo DiCaprio got an Oscar for The Revenant and not that just blows my yeah, mind. Yeah, I, I do find that really odd, actually. Yeah, but I just, I just love it. Again, like the humour, like Jonah Hill in it is fantastic. Um, John Berg, I'm going to, oh, I can't even, I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his last name. Punisher. Yeah, what was it, what was his name? Saul. Say again, you, you muted it. Every time you go to say it, it doesn't come through. All right, here we go. Third thing is the charm. Uh, Burnthal. Yeah, okay, Burnthal. John Burnthal. Yeah, again, great. I just think the, ca- the cast is fantastic. I think the premise is fantastic. I think the way it's shot is really good in the fact, like, he just, he, he just Leonardo DiCaprio plays that role so well. And he's just, like, like even the bit where he's on the Ludes, Luden or whatever the fuck they're called. And he's just, he's just like, he just thinks he's driven, he thinks he's driven himself back home or wherever it was just really easily. And then it just turns out that he's absolutely fucked it. I just love, I just love that kind of stuff. I just thought it was brilliant. I think it sort of fits the tone of the film, that whole kind of like, you're not sure what you're seeing unfold in front of you is like, you know, like he breaks the fourth wall quite a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, and I think that sort of definitely fits in with the tone of the film. Like you're not quite sure what's real and what isn't, and I don't think they are either. And I think yeah. that, like, which yeah, yeah, I think that it definitely works in its favour. I it's think crazy. It, it's it's just crazy how it how it's like it's also a true story. Yeah, yeah, it's it's mind blowing, isn't yeah, it? It's, uh, it's mental. I find it a really hard watch. Oh really? Yeah, like I, I like every time I, I haven't seen it like loads, but like every time, like I remember when I went to the cinema to see it, like you know, it like blew me away. Like mm-hmm. you know, I thought it was like really good. I like the more I watch it, the harder I find it to watch. Okay. Like, okay. like because I find like some of the things that he does to people in the film really like horrible. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, it's not that, like, I've, like, missed those things, like, and then I've, like, picked it up, like, on subsequent viewing. I just, like, for some bizarre reason, like, the more I watch it, I'm like, oh, man, like that, like, I'm finding this, like, harder and harder to stomach. That's fair. Like, That's know, like, fair. When he, yeah, like, oh, just. He does do some fucked up things to some, again, but it's, again, it's all true. That's the Yeah, the thing. yeah, and I think maybe that's what. Like, I mm. think maybe that's the bit that, like, I yeah. find probably the, the like, hardest, I guess, is the fact that you're like, oh my god, this actually happened in mm-hmm. some way or another. Like, that's, yeah, it's... That's pretty rough. Not ideal, mate, not ideal. Right, what you got for me? Uh, I'm going to go for uh, a recent one. Um, so probably quite controversial, because it is quite new, I guess. Um, but I really liked it. Uh, Knives Out. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah, enjoyed that. So, mm. Like, probably cheating a little bit because it's, it is, like, it only came out, like, this time last no, year. Still, so maybe it doesn't, do you know, 
Mate, it's but, it's um, it's a it's like a it's a it's a brand, like it's it's really hard to do in this day and age like something that's almost like a new concept. Yeah. It's like a it's like a mur- well, it's you know, when was the last time you saw like a murder mystery? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like got that kind of old school sort of Agatha Christie sort of yeah. feel to it. Um and yeah, I just like I think I think it just it felt really unique watching it. Like, you know, a totally original story, all star cast, fantastic direction, like really fast witty dialogue. Yeah, um, completely you know, agree. You know, a lot of twists and turns. It hits a lot of those like sort of genre, like of that genre, that sort of murder mystery genre. It mm-hmm. hits a lot of those like necessity, almost cliches that you need to have for a murder mystery, but it still feels really fresh and cinematic. And I think that's quite a, I, I think that's a really impressive feat because mm-hmm. most murder mysteries that you watch, you know, they're like TV movies or. You yeah, know, like the, no, they don't really yeah. have like a sort of cinematic charm to them, and mm-hmm. I think this like that film really sort of marries both. I love Daniel Craig's accent in it as well. Phenomenal! It, oh, it's unbelievable. Like it's great. It, it, like it's genuinely like I think like sometimes if you've got a guy that's like that famous and he's playing like you know everyone knows him as Bond, mm-hmm. like the fact that he's like you know got. Like I don't know if like other people felt like this, but when I saw it, I it's silly, but it wasn't like silly to. I think it's meant to be silly. Yeah. But not to the point where I was like, "That's Daniel Craig mm-hmm. you know, pulling off like a sort of Cajun Southern accent." But also, but, like, people yeah, I, I, people sound exactly like that. I've heard them. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. I love yeah, it, but I I agree. It's it's very new, and it's one of the it's it's one film that I couldn't guess the end which yeah I, it's, surprised me i feel like because i think like i've spoken to a few people about it before and i, I can't remember if they were like oh, i could kind of see it coming and i'm like but i think the thing the reason i didn't see it coming was because because it was so well made and so well written i think it wants mm-hmm. you to think that it's really obvious and then it pulls you away, and then it pulls you back, and then it pulls you away again. And I know, like maybe that is a cliche of the genre, but I think the way that this film does it in particular is really, like, it really, really keeps you guessing. Yeah, for sure. So here's a question for you: How do you feel about them making a sequel? I I'm on board with it. Yeah. I I want to see more of that world. I think. Um, I, I like. I think Daniel Craig's character. I don't know. Like, is there much sort of available about what the sequel's about or anything? I just. I just think it's just been confirmed that they're gonna make another one. I think like. I think Daniel Craig's character like was like sort of mysterious enough to the point where you're like, kind of you're watching him the way he talks and the way he analyzes situations and you're sort of thinking. Or certainly I was. I would quite like to see like some of the other like cases that he's taken on mm-hmm. like how did he kind of come to do this or even if it's one at like set after this i think it would still just i think it would work because you don't need to introduce that character yeah. i think you could probably still make use of some of the other characters and um, you know one in particular throughout the supporting cast i think would be like quite a fun addition well, the man with the jumper yes <laughs> yeah i think i think that would work i think mm-hmm. like in some kind of like 
like consultancy sort of role, like role like the way consultant sort of like, role. Yeah, think. like um, Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think no, I, I think that, that would work. I, I think yeah. that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. No, completely agree, mate. That yeah, I lo- I really enjoyed that film as well. So, uh, what's your what's your next pick? How many films Ooh. have we done, by the way? <laughs> I think we're on. How many have we done? One, two, three, four, five, five each. So we're halfway. So we need to speed up, <laughs> or if this is going to be ah, it can be long. Who cares? Um, right. Uh, my next one is one that I think it divides a bit of opinion actually. Is to I think a lot of people found it overrated, but I really enjoyed it. And it's Get Out. Get Out. Sorry, pronounce the T. Love, yeah, no, I. I, I thought it was fantastic as well. Yeah, I just, again, very, well, for me, it was a very original concept. It was also, so I'm I'm incredibly bad with horror films. I hate them. Um, I know you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with this one, it's, it, was, it was so engrossing in terms of the story and what was going on um, in it that I actually, it made me want to watch it. Like, it, my brain, like, it's like that, my man's telling me no. But, but my body was telling me watch it, <laughs> but it was you yeah. Take your eyes away, kind of. No, it was just such again like, it's just so weird, and you're like, what what's going on here? What what's happening? And it just slowly unravels the story and reveals itself, and then it's like, and just a bit, the bit that for me was the bit with the keys, it's just like get the keys, and then it's that, like, sh- oh shit, everyone, oh shit, okay, I'm on my own here, and it's just I love it. And then the ending, I I actually haven't seen the alternate ending for it. Neither have I, actually. Um, but yeah, I that was a phenomenal film for me. Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. I think it, we seem to be like really kind of like on the same wavelength yeah. with, a lot, with a lot of these, which is quite refreshing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I would totally, totally agree. I think it's a really clever concept. Um, yeah. I think... Daniel Kaluuya is like fantastic in it. Amazing, amazing, yeah. He's yeah. He brings him because like, well, it's my first introduction to him and um, Jordan Peele, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so again like I'd seen the Key and Peele sketches, but and I know everyone said that like with oh this boy's gone on going on his own like you might have a bit of a trouble. He's really not. <laughs> He's got this weird mind as well because he's done, he's done that, he's done Get Out, he's done Us, and he's also done uh, the Twilight Zone, the re- re- reboot, which is, and they're all very odd concept things. So I'd be interested to um, see, like how his mind operates. Yeah, yeah, he seems like one of these kind of like multi, like sort mm-hmm. of multi-genre talented guys. Um, and he's married to he he's, who's he married? He's married to Chelsea Peretti, isn't he? Yes, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, who's hilarious in her own right. No, yeah, she's great as well. Mm-hmm. Also, a special, I special shout out to Lakeith Stanfeld, who's in Get Out. I think he is. He's also in Knives Out. I think he's awesome. And he's the detective. Yeah. yeah and he done and then so that yeah so that's where i that's what that's he's the probably that scene the first scene you see with him 
at the um at the garden party that's that's where i it properly hooked me it's just this the, the photograph thing mm-hmm. that's where it, yeah and then it just off 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 it goes <laughs> Yeah, very much so. Love that, love that. Cool. Uh, you got any more any more opinions on that? Well, I, I assume you do, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think like I think when I first saw it, like it was like like everyone was talking about it, like it was really hyped, and mm-hmm. like I have to say, when I went in to see it, I thought like the the hype was very well justified and well very well yeah. deserved. I think it. Like great, old, like you know, great scary horror film that obviously tackles some quite important issues as well. Yeah, I think, and sure. I think like a film that can juggle both. You know, hats off to it. Yeah, agreed. Agreed all round, mate. Okay, yeah. So we've we've been we've been going for an hour and a half. So I think we're going to split this one into two. Um. So thank you for thank you for joining me for part one, Jacob. Much appreciated. Uh. I will see you I'll see you in part 2. See you in part 2. Yeah.